It's time for Promo Corner's Industry Insider with Jeff Franklin, Stephen McFadden, Meg Herber, and Bill Petrie. Each Monday, they discuss, dissect, and debate a single issue impacting the world of promotional marketing from every industry perspective. The Industry Insider is only available at Promo Corner, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Jeff, Stephen, Meg, and Bill. And welcome to another edition of the Industry Insider Podcast. I am your host, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, the three fabulous co-hosts of this fine, fine broadcast. We'll get to them in just a second. But first, I want to thank our sponsor, our good pals over at Vault Promotions. We talked last week about how they make those great name badges and their badge fulfillment programs and so on and so forth. But we also mentioned that they launched a new line of coasters in 2020. And as serious as they are about name badges, they're serious about something else. And it's a real crisis in the world. And that is, they're serious about protecting furniture with their new coaster lineup. Nobody likes those sad little rings, your your glass leaves as it sweats. And so they've produced, it's a real tragedy. So they, they've produced <laughs> coasters right here in the USA made of custom profiled wood, leatherette, or slate. There's no need to settle with a one color uninspired laser logo either. The entire line can be decorated in full color for branding that really, really stands out. So... On behalf of Vault Promotions, we're asking you, dear listener, please think at the tables. Help protect them. In fact, why don't you go ahead and go online to getyourcupoffmytable.com and get more details so you can get uh, you can understand what these coasters are going to do, how they're going to protect tables. Get your free self-promo and an EQP code as well to use on your first order. That's getyourcupoffmytable.com. You won't be sorry you did. Now, as I mentioned, we have some other fine folks on this podcast. That's Stephen McFadden. Hello. Meg Erber. Hello, Governor. Jeff Franklin. Hey, hey, hey. And this week, we are talking about <laughs> volunteering in the promotional products, mer marching, merchandising, marketing <laughs> industry for promotional products people. We're talking about volunteering, folks. And there's no one better to kick this conversation off than the lovely and talented Jeff Franklin. That would be me. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so um, I, I myself have done quite a, quite a bit of volunteering in the years. Uh, so I joined uh, the CPPA, which is the Chesapeake Promotional Products Association, uh, one of the lovely 27 regionals uh, in the country. Uh, and from there, I've sort of moved up in the ranks. I'm currently sitting as the president of the association. Whoa. Was the was the inaugural? Whoa. Wow! <clears throat> Wait a bit. Do you put that yeah. on your bragging montage? You guys Flex didn't realize us. you were in the presence of royalty, did you? Wow! Hello, uh, President. I expect you guys to start referring to me as Mr. President. Sir Franklin, please. Continue. That's very haughty. That's it, very haughty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he has his own personal <clears throat> Marilyn Monroe with his wife being the ED. I think too. Yeah. Well, she uh -oh. is an ED. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um. And so, and just so you guys know, ED is executive director, <laughs> okay, executive director, that. and she is not my executive director. She's an executive director for another ah, regional association. Right, right. The one I'm a part uh, of. The one Stephen's a part of, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, we never covered that. Stephen, you're part of a regional association now. Congratulations. I know. I, I learned through podcasting that I need to go do some stuff. <laughs> awesome. We just shamed you into doing it, really. Well, there's a, that's a great sentence. I think we should cut that out. It's I learned true. through podcasting I should do some stuff. That is... <laughs> I don't think there's a better testament to volunteering in this industry or any other one than that. You're welcome. Hey, see, hey look, we're changing the world, guys. Um, and then I was the uh, the inaugural chair for the Spark Work Group. Um, shout out to all my young professionals in the industry. 
that they're they're probably the ones listening to the podcast right now. Um, and then uh, also am now part of the PPAI Professional Development Committee, and also the uh, Regional Strategic Foresight Committee. So quite Good busy board. in the volunteering right now. Yeah. And so, Je- I'm sorry, that's a great little <laughs> so, resume so for you, Jeff. Hold on. Um, I've got control of this podcast, Mr. McFadden. So you are now a director on the camp board, correct, Mr. McFadden? Yes, sir, I am. And how are you? Mm-hmm. Just how, what, what made you get involved? I know podcasting makes you do stuff, but can you be correct. maybe a little more descriptive? It, you know, it's funny. The reason I wanted to join was because I know the reason why other people don't want to be a part of the association. I know that sounds, sounds weird, but... I have been, as you guys know, and based on podcasts you can listen to probably from 10 months ago, I was like, what do these regionals even do? Like, why even be a part of them? And <laughs> as I as I got involved and started learning about them, I'm like, okay, I understand. I understand the benefits. Now I understand the sticking points about why people are not getting involved in them. And I was like, so let me get more involved so I can tell those people why they need to be involved because I understand the sticking points. So it was more of a um, I know the pain points from other people's perspective mm-hmm. and the lack of information provided about the regionals. And if I can now join a regional to help solve the problem instead of just typing about it or complaining on a podcast about it, then why shouldn't I? So, no, that's great. And Meg, you've been involved in, in volunteering in the past as well, correct? Yeah, and actually, it's funny. You know how Facebook has those memories that come up. Um, I can't believe it was six years ago, but uh, six years ago, I actually won the Peak Award for the CPPA, which is the highest honor uh, that that association has. But yes, I was on the CPPA board. I absolutely loved it. I loved Maryland. I loved being on that regional association. It. We did so much good. I mean, not just for the industry, for the community. We had a big coat drive one year where the news station picked it up and we were on the news. Um, we, and then I was also on the SAGME board. And I think I just started to get burned out because I was doing both regional associations at the same time. And then I ended up getting pregnant. And I was like, all right, I got to finish this because I'm done. But I, I literally, it was just, I took a lot of pride in it. And I took a lot of pride in um, volunteering and, and just being part of that. And I was, I think I made it up to secretary before I, my term was up. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. And Were, were you that, on the SAGNI board the same time as John Cudahy? I can't remember. I feel like, yes, there was so many people on that SAGME board and those Enough meetings said. were like eight hours long. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, John. We were there for so long one day, the building was locked and we were locked inside the building. Wow. I'm not going to lie. And we were like, how do we get out? We want to go home. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and, and obviously I've, well, obvious it is, but I mean, if anybody knows me, I've done quite a bit of volunteering over the past four or five years, you know, both on the, the local level, um, you know, moving through the PPAMS board, the Promotional Products Association, the Mid-South, which is essentially Tennessee, um, moving up through the <laughs> ranks of that board. And I just rolled off that, so I'm actually not on that board anymore after being president, then immediate past president. And then I'm the, the only volunteering thing I'm doing right now, actually, is immediate past president of the RAC board, so that's more of a national thing. And, and I, the reason I got involved in, in the volunteering is, I, I felt so many people helped pave the way for whatever success I've achieved. So many people gave selflessly to me. I felt it would have been, for lack of a better term, uh, disrespectful to them had I not done something to give back, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I can tell you, you know, and this is sort of a question I've got for each one of you, too, is just sort of your personal stories as to how you got involved in volunteering and where that started. And we'll get into that in just a second. But, um, you know, when I first got involved, I actually I sought out uh, board service with uh, the Chesapeake Promotional Products Association. And uh, I had to ask actually several times uh, before I was actually added to a slate for uh, for election. And you know, I got to say, I mean, when I first got on, it was more so I think maybe for like personal or um, sort of like my own personal gain type deal. Like, you know, I, I yeah. may not have been for the all the right reasons, so to speak. But then it was the people that were already involved and, you know, people like Harold Wood that you meet along the way that, you know, he's yeah. the current rack president. Like people like that that just are completely selfless and giving and just have brilliant ideas and ways to move things forward. Uh, you know, it's it's the people really that were involved that inspired me to sort of do the volunteering that I'm doing now, you know, and to just completely give back, um, you know, to the community. So yeah. I'm interested to hear how you all uh, have gotten involved in volunteering and, and you know, what that's what it's done for you, because it's the best thing that I've done professionally, uh, period. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, I, I when I came over to the supplier side, I, I think a lot of these regional associations, uh, let me rewind that. Before I became to the supplier side, I actually didn't know anything about the regional associations, um, which I, that's kind of why it made me want to be part of it. So I could really just help other small businesses maybe. Like, I think it's just something that people need. And whenever I go into a new company and they're, they're still very green and they're not sure, oh, should I do PPAI or ASI? Because as you know, you don't need those memberships necessarily to be in the apparel industry. You just have to sell apparel and screen print. So going into a lot of these customers, they're like, oh, well, which one do I do? And I'm like, you know what? I always start off with the regional association. Like they're better for these smaller business to really get their foot in the door. And and I'm like, and I say, hey, there's ASI, there's PPI. But the reason I got in, again, a lot of it was for personal gain. But again, I think they saw me. They saw what I was doing with social media. And I feel like they saw me and thought fresh meat. <laughs> They're they like, let's get her on here. And I was sought out by the Papa board, which was something else previously. I can't even remember what it was. SAC DV, I think, right? Like SAC, mm -hmm. SA, yeah. Um, I ended up joining the, the CPPA board because I was spending a lot of time down in Maryland and Virginia and Delaware. And I just fell in love with the community. I fell in love with the people on the board. It was just, it's just a great camaraderie. Um, and again, I did use it for personal gain, which that does sound kind of selfish, but it was also giving back. And it was, it was making me feel good doing stuff for the industry and making changes and helping be a part of that evolution of, of what it is now. Sweet. That's yeah. awesome. Well, so yeah, let get, me ask you guys this. Everybody, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Stephen. Go ahead. Oh, you're fine. I'm just going to, to give you my quick uh, how I got involved story. So actually, I was an attendee of Spark uh, three years ago during the first Spark event. And I was like, this is something I feel pretty passionate about. I like this. And so I approached uh, J Jody at the time and some of the other members. And I was like, how do I get involved in volunteering for this? And so fast forward today, I'm the, the chair of, of the Spark group. Um, and then from that, I was, you know, obviously through the podcasting, I, I think I mentioned that already, but that's how I kind of got involved with the regional association. So mm -hmm. it's funny, just, just attending events, I think you realize what the, the opportunities are to volunteer. And that was something I, I didn't know. I've always been passionate about serving and volunteering in the community and just other, th other stuff in general. Uh, but I loved, I wanted to do something related to where I work and every day. So 
and just not knowing the the opportunities until I went to events, I think kind of opened my eyes on what the the options were. So, let me ask you guys this, and the great stories for everybody. What is there a downside to volunteering? Yes, I think we. <laughs> yeah, I think we talked about this previously when we're talking about Brittany David. Not necessarily that it's a downside, but she's very fortunate enough to be with a company that is allowing her to volunteer because it takes so much time, so much time. And um, Bill, I think you actually had said had talked about this before about how somebody else had, had done this, and they're, a year later their company was out of business because mm-hmm. you have to dedicate so much time to being a volunteer. I would say that's the the downside is yeah. the time. Yeah, it, it is. What uh, Jeff, Stephen? Yeah, I, you know, there's only so many hours in the day, right? So I think time is, is the biggest issue here. And, and I think, too, if you – I found out this issue um, actually end of last year. I actually had to step down from a, a volunteer opportunity because I realized there was just too many things. You know, there was – I was doing stuff with um, – I was starting to get involved with, with PK, Promo Kitchen, and then also – this, uh, the regional association and Spark, and I was like, there's no way I can give any of them the amount of time they need if I'm so spread out, and let alone, you know, run the business, you know, that I'm in. So so you got to prioritize, and I think knowing the limits is, is key. Um, you know, and I, and I think, too, you can, although you learn a lot, you, it can kind of take away some focus on, on your business at times. Um, and that's, you got to weigh that, you know, that, that can definitely be a downside. Yeah, um, I think in a in a positive light, a downside to volunteering is um, you know that you you know when you do get around those people and you get in, in the inspiration, you want to volunteer more and more and more. Yes. And because um, <laughs> you want to be part of it, you want to be. <clears throat> you yeah. really do. You really and do. So and you know basically just you know piggybacking on what you guys are saying, just you know if you do get involved more and more, it tends to take up more and more of your time. And uh, so it can monopolize your time. So you do have to be cautious of, of, you know, what your commitments are and, you know, be very realistic with what you can and can't achieve. Um, and, you know, like you said as well, you know, you've got to have a good company that backs you as well, um, yeah. you know, or at least to, to help you prioritize things. Um, and just, you know, your, your own personal, you know, organization as well. Like if you can manage your time pretty well, then, you know, you can probably get more and more things done than somebody that's really bad at managing their time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bill, I, how did you get involved in volunteering? Cause I know everybody had said, but I don't, I don't think you had mentioned yeah. any, uh, how you got involved. Uh, I basically got involved. I'm sorry. I got involved, uh, probably about, I'd say over 10, 11 years ago, uh, when I lived in Chicago at PPA Chicago, actually ran for the board there and served as a director for two years before I moved to Nashville and then took just a little bit of a break, uh, and, and got on the, the board here, uh, ran for the board and got on the board and then, uh, uh, ran for rack the rack board and, and was elected to that and then uh, was honored to be uh, selected as the rack board president. So that's awesome. how I did. And then I've also done things on, you know, I, I was part of the PPB editorial committee. I, um, did a lot of volunteering through Pomo Kitchen. Obviously, I was a chef for a long time. Um, I was uh, on the uh, worker group. I was on several work groups, mainly the uh, North American Leadership Conference. Um, so, and then I was involved in Promo Cares for a while. And, and so, you know, that kind of leads me into the downside of this. It got very easy for me to overcommit. Uh, uh, and, yes. and, I, and I'll tell Nailed you, it. It, it got to a point where about this time last year, I had to start pulling out of things. 
um, mainly because I w- it was almost a full-time job volunteering, and, and I love giving back. I, I do feel it's important to do so. Um, but, you know, if I first pulled out of Promo Cares on, on the board, and then after that I actually had to pull out of doing the podcast for Promo Cares. I just didn't have the time. Um, I made a decision last fall. Um, I just pulled out of uh, Promo Kitchen. Uh, and and what, what, was ha- what I saw was happening to me was I was becoming a really shitty volunteer, to be yeah, honest with same, you. And, same. and at, the same, at the same time, being a pretty shitty employee here at Promo Corner. So, you know, I, I'm being stretched way too thin, and it was certainly, you know, a, a, an issue of my – it was self-inflicted wounds, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, 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 uh, I pulled out of uh, Promo Kitchen just because I, I was not doing the things I needed to do, and I think I thought it was time for new voices. Um, and then I actually just recently pulled out of the Regional Strategic Foresight Committee. Mm-hmm. Um, I w- had planned to be on that committee, um, but after some doing some soul searching, I just realized I didn't have, even though I had a, a, a large role in making sure that committee got formed in the first place, I think it's time for other voices. My voice, I think, on that tough subject is a little tired, and I don't think I have the patience for it, to be very honest with you. And, and when I found this out was really during a, uh, an executive call for the rack board, and I just wanted things to move faster. And sometimes, you know, what, what you want to do professionally doesn't equate to what needs to be done uh, from a volunteer perspective. And so I lashed out. I was pissed off. I was like, why just can't we get shit done, make a decision, and move on? And uh, ended up basically saying that. Um, not and not one of my finer moments. And so I realized that at that point I was so stressed out and over volunteered. I needed to step away. So you know that's why the only thing I'm doing right now is, is uh, uh, immediate past president of the rack board. And I'm, my plan is to take a year off and reevaluate because I think I'll miss it. So there's yeah, for there's sure. some real case study for the downside. Sure. It really is. And it also affects our families, too. You know, they don't understand why we're doing this necessarily. Even though we do, we do, know deep down, we can't make them understand. So I guess, you know, you're taking a step back from this. I'm sure your family appreciates it as well. Well, I think, hopefully. Hope so. <laughs> yeah, Meg, hope are you so. currently volunteering in any capacity? Um, in this industry? No. But I'm, wah, wah, I know. Wah. I know. A little, I'm a little uh, tied up right now. I hear everything. you. Yeah, work, you. the kids, my niece in the hospital, and just a lot going on right now. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, so, Bill, was your the, the, that response that yeah. you were uh, giving on the RAC board call, was that in, yeah. in response to the Regional Strategic Foresight Committee? Uh, no, no. It was just in response to making – well, y- yes and no. It was actually – you know, I don't want to talk too much inside baseball, but essentially it was talking about what, what does this committee look like, uh-huh. um, what is the formation of it, you know, kind of setting up kind of the rules and all that. And, and I felt we had made some decisions, and apparently we didn't. And that was on me because um, I wasn't on a previous call because I was on another volunteer call. So it just kind of snowballed into me kind of, for lack of a better term, losing my cool. Yeah. Now the reason so, I reason I'd ask because I know some of the topics that are being discussed in that committee is is sort of touchy. So I mean, it's I could yeah. understand why it might take a while. Yeah, no, and and like I said, the regional strategic. I've said what I needed to say about the the importance of the regional strategic foresight committee. Sure. I think it's uh, extremely critical for uh, the industry that that committee uh, does its job and looks at the uh, different challenges facing the regional community 
but as I like I said, as I, I, I was I, I was selected to be on it, and then the more I thought about it, the more I thought I think I've said what I need to say on this. And and here's the thing, guys, you guys know me well enough. I know what my personality can bring to a situation, and I think sometimes <laughs> I I my concern was if I have an opinion, sometimes that causes other people. Because it causes other people not to express theirs, and that's that's a travesty. And it's mm-hmm. not because I'm a bully. I, I'm not, it, but it, I do have a loud voice, and I am opinionated, and I'm not afraid to share it. And so I don't want that um, appearance of a big personality to stop other people's really good ideas that I can't even imagine. I so, found that to be the toughest part of being, you know, in the the president or chair role of any organization is that you, you try not to stifle others' opinions because it's essentially you're then. Uh, you know, going against the grain of what the entire board is meant to do or meant to be, you know, because mm-hmm. it's you're you're meant to be a board so that everybody voices opinions and you get that that collective uh, sort of coll- collaboration. And you know, if there is a strong personality, uh, which I am as well, and uh, you know, so when you get that, sometimes you're right. I mean, it does sort of stifle others' uh, voices a little bit. Hey, so I don't want to miss an opportunity here. Let's let's. I know there's going to be, you know, let's, let's make the assumption there's some people out there wondering. Um, I'm, they're curious about volunteering, but they just don't know, like, why. Um, you, know, you know, there's either a business owner that says, I don't know why I should let my, my employees volunteer, or someone who's, uh, you know, an employee or someone interested in volunteering just wondering, how would I justify this time to take away to volunteer? Like, what, what, do we, what will we say to those, those people as all of us are volunteers? Go in uh, with a mindset. Sorry, it was quiet. So I thought no, I just jumped yeah. in. Um, I, go in with that mindset that you're doing it for maybe personal gain first. You know, maybe it's like you are a new rep in a new territory, maybe, and you really want to expand your outreach. Or I think it's a really good place to start to really know who your customers are, not on a business necessary level. Like you're not going in and just pitching products to them. Now you're going and you're collaborating with them. You're getting off time with them. You're getting more networking opportunities. Maybe if you start off thinking as a more personal gain and then you get into the volunteering, maybe that's a good way to start. I mean, it's only benefited me. It really has. I mean, yes, it was a lot of time. It was a lot of my, you know, energy, but it all paid off in the end. It really did. It really did. Yeah. So I, I definitely uh, feel like it's paid off as well. I, and I think, you know, if, it depends on what capacity or where you're trying to volunteer as well. I mean, if you're if you're talking about a regional association, uh, I think it's very important for a regional board to be diverse in both small and large businesses mm-hmm. and both small and large suppliers and distributors uh, to have multi-line reps on there as well. Uh, if and where possible, and also business service providers. I think it's important to have a good, diverse uh, group of people so that you get everybody's viewpoint and can make, uh, you know, a, a collaborative decision together mm-hmm. that, you know, furthers the agenda of the association and its members. Yeah. Um, you know, without that, then everything gets one-sided. Like if you had a board that was, you know, eight suppliers and two distributors, those eight suppliers are going to out, out, you know, vote the distributors, you know, nine times out of ten. Um, you know, so ultimately, it, you know, it, it depends. So like if you're if you're a very large distributor and, you know, you're interested in why you should have one of your employees join a board, um, maybe that board is lacking a very large distributor presence. And maybe that's why you're not getting what you need as a large distributor out of your regional association, um, because that viewpoint is not coming to the table. Well, and like I said, it was one of the hardest things I ever had to come to terms with was, 
you know, I needed to step away, A, because I was being a crappy volunteer, and B, it's really important for other people's voices to be heard. Um, I've had my time, and my time may come again, but it was time for me to step away from a lot of things. Yeah, I, I just want to say, I think from a distributor's perspective, going into it with the idea that you're going to somehow get business out of it doesn't necessarily work, but I think personal you know, achievements and gain would definitely be a good reason. Also, the industry as, as itself is massive. You know, there's so many people, if you want to make it smaller, you know, what, what a better way than to try to be a part of a smaller group of like-minded people um, who are meeting on a regular basis so you get to know some friends in the industry. I think that's that's not a bad reason to get involved or to yeah. be a volunteer. Well, I think uh, if, we all, I'm sorry, go ahead. Jim. I was just going to say, I mean, if you from from your the last statement that you made, if you're a small mm-hmm. distributor and you're going into it thinking you're going to get business out of it, that might not be the case. Uh, but you, you what you, what you can reasons. what you can well even even then so you know you're going to join the board, you're going to meet other suppliers within the regional, and you know you might make really good friends with those suppliers, and they might give you in quantity pricing just because of the relationship. You know you might uh, you might learn more about you know the edu- you know might get because you're involved you might get involved in some of the educational things that the regional association does and you might learn more which then allows you to sell more um you know there's networking involved there's the trade show there's all kinds of stuff all kinds of reasons for both distributors and suppliers to join a board so it might not be hey i'm on a board with my clients you know where i'm then because of the relationship going to sell but you know there are you know it might might allow you to make more money because of in quantity pricing or special pricing or education or whatever I just think it's it's hard to tangibly measure that, so that's probably not a great reason, or, or to make it your primary reason probably wouldn't be wise because you're going to be sure. hard to justify that to a manager or, or something like that. So, but I agree. I think the more you know, the more you learn, the more connections you have, the better I think you it's, do at your it's, job. Yeah. It's mostly intangible across the board, really. So, it really yeah. is, but here's something that is tangible, and that's those that? coasters from Vault Promotion. <laughs> For As the go, love of God, use protection. Is that a people. real website? I love it. I get love your, it. The yeah. Get your cup off my table. Love it. Because it is a travesty when you see those sad little moisture rings on furniture. I don't okay. know about you, but every time I see one of those, Someone burns a Van Halen album, and I just can't stand for that. So you need to go to getyourcupoffmytable.com, learn more about these great coasters that Vault's uh, making to save the Wii tables. Guys, we had a great conversation about volunteering. Look forward to chatting with you next week. Go get involved somewhere, guys. Can't spell volunteer without you. Oh, boy. All right, just, just turn it off. Turn it off. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.